I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, let's start out with the most important business first. We have a special new Patreon supporter to thank. She's wonderful. She's amazing. She's splendiferous. It's Juniper from Sacramento. Thank you so much, Juniper. Remember... To support us, go to patreon.com and search for Buy Kids for Kids Storytime. We have so many wonderful Patreon-only episodes that I'm sure you will enjoy. Also, thank you so much to all you kids that have auditioned to perform on BKFK Storytime. We've had loads of wonderful entries. You can expect to hear some excellent new voices on our podcast sometime soon. If you want to audition, go to buykidsforkids.co and click on Audition. Lastly, before we get on with the show, we are raising money to enter the world's biggest audiobook competition. We feel that our production of The Wizard of Oz has got what it takes to win. You can support us by buying our complete audiobook of The Wizard of Oz on our website, buykidsforkids.co. And now, finally, let's get on with the story. Again, by a mysterious author. It's called The Mysterious Magical Mansion. Book 3. The Wizard's Workshop. Charlie Maximo Ruby McDrew lived in a mysterious house. The creature that lived there was nothing as plain as a cat, or a dog, or a mouse. She had discovered a magical monster, a dragon the size of a rabbit. She'd followed it round, but then later she found that it had an unusual habit. The dragon she knew was a sly little thief. It got up to mischief at night. It snuck around stealthily, sneaking and peeking, collecting things shiny and bright. <laughs> Charlie befriended and later defended the beast from a vicious attack. A cat had come hunting with evil intentions, but she and the dragon fought back. Charlie had bravely defeated the cat, but during the crazy commotion, the dragon had given her something quite strange. Two little bottles of potion. One of the potions had made Charlie shrink and the other one made Charlie grow. But where had these magical potions come from? Was the question she wanted to know. She patiently waited and carefully watched by the window late into the night. The dragon came creeping and silently sneaking and disappeared right out of sight. 
The creature had gone to the back of the house, where the windows were covered with boarding. The part of the house that was dusty and old, the part that still needed exploring. An hour went by till the dragon came back, lugging a claw full of treasure. <laughs> it trotted back home to its warm little cave, puffing with satisfied pleasure. Silently, stealthily, Charlie crept out to investigate where it had gone. Where had it been? Charlie wanted to know. And where had the treasure come from? Behind the old house, it was gloomy and dark. The walls were all moldy and damp. But she'd come prepared for the shadowy hunt and lit an old kerosene lamp. As the light flickered, the shadows retreated, revealing a place once forgotten. An old flight of steps going under the house with an old wooden door at the bottom. Aha! Charlie muttered. This must be the place. She slowly stepped down to the door. She opened the door with a squeak and a creak. And these are the things that she saw. Shelves full of row upon row of strange books. A crocodile skeleton hanging from hooks. A skull of a creature with stubbly horns. An old walking stick full of nobbles and thorns. A candlestick shaped like a clawed creature's hand. A painting of crows with an ancient old man. A jar of black ink with a pelican feather. A dirty old bag that was made out of leather. Stacked on a desk, she saw bottles of potions, full of strange liquids and odd-colored lotions. A short, twisted stick and an old-fashioned broom. A colorful carpet that filled the whole room. A set of large keys that were made out of bone. A rumpled red hat that was shaped like a cone. She saw on the ancient old desk a great book covered with skin from a lizard. The name on the cover said Morpheus Jones, and under it was the word Wizard. She opened the book to the very last page. The title said Magic for Cleaning. The spidery writing below was unclear, so she put on her glasses for reading. Wazakazuzu, she spoke as she read, speaking the words with great care. Wazakazizi, Wazakazum, everything up in the air. At once the whole room came to magical life. The bottles leapt up with a zing. Like a great flock of birds, all the books flew around, flapping their pages like wings. The broom began cleaning the floor and the shelves. It carefully swept up each corner. And then it flew over to Charlie and stopped, as if it was waiting for orders. Ahem, said a gravelly voice from the desk. It looks like you need some advice. She gasped as she noticed the red rumpled hat had a small little mouth and two eyes. The broom has completed the task that you set. It seems to have done its job well. It needs some instruction of what to do next. So now you must finish the spell. She nervously carried on reading the book. Was it Kazuzu Kazi? 
everything back to the place you belong. Your magical master is... The last word was missing. The paper was torn. What could it possibly be? It must rhyme with E, she thought, then took a guess. Your magical master is... Lee? Nothing happened. The broom looked confused. The books flew around. Their pages were noisily flapping. The hat gave a sigh and flopped down to the floor. The crocodile's jaw started snapping. The short, twisted stick had grown two hands and feet with a little face twisted and gnarly. It boldly marched over and tapped on her leg and expectantly looked up at Charlie. Aha! said Charlie. It's trying to help. Wazakazuzukazee. Everything back to the place you belong. Your magical master is... me? Nothing happened. The red rumpled hat gave a sigh of dismay. <gasps> the books all began to get manic. The candlestick fell on the floor with a crash and poor Charlie started to panic. The stick slapped its knobbly head with a groan. Oh, it clearly was quite disappointed. It quickly climbed up on the ancient old desk and looked straight at Charlie and pointed. Oh, Charlie shouted, I now understand. Wazakazuzukazee. Everything back to the place you belong, your magical master is me. At once, all the books flew back onto the shelf at quite an extraordinary pace. They sorted themselves from the A to the Z and snuggled together in place. The candlesticks, crocodile, bottles and jars hastily hurried along. Everything seemed quite content to return to the places in which they belonged. The rumpled red hat gave a satisfied sigh and the short, twisted stick gave a wink. The pelican feather rose up in the air and dipped itself into the ink. The book on the table had closed with a bang. But then Charlie saw something was wrong. The name on the front had said Morpheus Jones. But now all the writing had gone. The feather then wrote on the ancient old book covered with skin from a lizard. Charlie Maximo, Ruby McDrew, and underneath wrote the word wizard. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.